In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Lamentations chapter 3, verses 19 through 24, where I'll ask the question, why should I have hope? Lamentations chapter 3, verses 19 through 24 says, Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Book of Lamentations is a series of poems after the fall of Jerusalem. These are poems that express the great depth of sorrow that the people of Israel were experiencing having been destroyed by the Babylonians. And it's here in the midst of their suffering that the author of this poem, likely Jeremiah, says that he will still have hope. He will still hope in the Lord, even though all of the world is falling down around him. He still clings to the Lord and still has hope in him. And here are a few reasons why. From Lamentations chapter 3, verses 19 through 24. Thought number one, steadfast love. Despite the great destruction that they were experiencing there in Jerusalem, despite the seemingly abandonment of the people of Israel by God, the steadfast love of the Lord remains. You see, the Lord is punishing the nation. He's punishing his covenant people, and he's doing so because they did not rightly obey his law. They didn't take seriously the things that God had told them. And because of that, they're going to be punished. They're going to be disciplined because the Lord disciplines those whom he loves. So this discipline, it is very harsh. It is very troubling. It's very difficult. It's the destruction of Jerusalem, the temple. It's the loss of corporate worship for the people of Israel. But still, in the midst of that, the steadfast love of God is on the mind of the author because they recognize that the Lord is still loving even when he is disciplining. In fact, he's even more loving when he expresses his discipline towards his people because he is correcting them. He is bringing them back into fellowship with him by changing their minds through changing their physical situation. Thought number two, never-ending mercies. And this has got to be hard for us to wrap our minds around. Never-ending mercies that come from God? In the midst of all this destruction? In the midst of all this suffering? In the midst of all of this pain? In the midst of the rubble of the destroyed city? The author says that the mercies are never ending. The mercies of God never end. They're always there. They keep coming back again and again. They're made new every morning. How can you say that when your city is gone? When your people are in exile? How can you say that when the suffering of Judah is so great? Well, you can say that because you recognize that the punishment was not nearly as severe as they deserved. That they're could have been, and maybe ought to have been, even greater, complete desolation. Instead of just a destruction and then a period 70 years later of rebuilding. But the Lord is merciful. He's merciful even in his discipline. Because he does not bring that which is ultimately deserved upon the people of Israel. There is remaining a remnant. 
Thought number three, great faithfulness. The Lord's faithfulness is great. He is faithful to fulfill his covenant promises. And that covenant promise includes the destruction of the people. That covenant promise includes this great disaster that has befallen them. But the Lord is faithful and he's faithful to punish, but he's also faithful to redeem. And it's that redeeming part that we hope in. It's that redeeming part that we long for and we look forward to, that we recognize as God ultimately bringing about, not just for the people of Israel because they do return and rebuild the temple and rebuild Jerusalem, but for all creation, there is a redemption that is taking place. The Lord is making all things new in the consummation. There'll be a new heavens, there'll be a new earth. And because of that, We can see the great faithfulness of God to bring about his purposes in the world for his ultimate glory and our ultimate good. That's why we should have hope. We should have hope even in the midst of struggle. We should have hope in the midst of adversity because our God is steadfast in love. His mercies are never ending and his faithfulness is great. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Lamentations chapters 1 through 5. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.